Welcome! You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor Kevin Jack. Thank Woo. you for joining us and taking time out of your busy Wednesday to become a better leader. And uh, if you're new, uh, man, I tell you what, we're so glad that you're here. And uh, we have a new episode every every Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh my gosh, And DJ. you can subscribe uh, right now at your favorite podcast platform to get that delivered uh, right to your device every Wednesday morning uh, automatically. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of more leaders just like you. And uh, visit leadinghope.online to get updates. Find out more about the Leading Hope community and some other things that are going on there. But today, we are still in the standalones. We're going to do this for a while, right? Yeah. So that's going to be cool. That's going to be good. So look out for these different topics throughout, not connected to a series, which is going to be fun because it could be anything, any week. Anything. Which is great. Anything could happen, VJ. But today, anything can happen, Kevin. Today, 119, (laughs) the impact of distractions on culture. Ooh. So. We've seen it. Heard it. This is uh, less of a podcast more of a rant. <laughs> oh, really? Because All right. I hate I stand on this side over here? outside distractions. Now I'm going to need you at some point in time. You can come in. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I have a hate-hate uh, relationship with outside distractions. And VJ doesn't like the word hate, but he's tolerating it I am. for this time. But hopefully this will make sense by the end why it is. So let me, let me describe kind of our scenario. Yep. Where we are, so uh, we are church. Uh, we are we are highly connected to the community, as we should be, as all churches should be. Uh, within that, there's a lot of organizations that want to pull our people in different directions, not just for connection and partnership, but for leadership. We're also a part of a denomination. Some people are like, "Say what? what? Yeah, w- what's that? We are. I'm not going to get into all the reasons why, Kate, because there are there are a lot of reasons why. Uh, there's also some reasons why not. And some of them are resources, some of them are time, but here is the thing that just kills me. And I say that as like, oh my gosh, is I hate it when our people, and when I say our people, I mean mostly our team, our staff, when they go out and get involved in different things, good things, fine things, some some of them are stupid things that don't matter. Like, honestly, that they shouldn't be involved in. But when they when they go do those different things, and then they come back, and that's all they talk about, hmm. is how dumb it was, how much of a waste of time it was, how all these other things. And, and what happens is, and this is where I just get so frustrated, is people go like, oh, you don't do it because it's time wasted there. Oh, you don't do it because it's resources wasted there. You don't do it because of all these other things. The reason why you have to be cautious of outside distractions is what happens is that when they go out, they will bring a conversation back into the culture. Yeah. And when they bring the conversation back into the culture, now they distract the culture from focusing on what it should be focused on. And they begin to slowly change the culture as well. And this is the thing that maybe no one, like I don't hear anyone talking about this. And like I'll meet with other pastors in our denomination. And one of the things that will come up as a topic of conversation over and over again is like, why don't we have any Nazarene churches that are more than 3,000 people in the United States? Why don't we have any more churches? And everyone always goes, because we 
pay some of our financial resources towards the denomination as a whole so they can do things all over the world. And they say, because we pay a significant percentage, we're not able to do this. This is the thing that's the limiting factor. And I always just sit there and I don't love the whole I'm not even going to get into all that. No, nope. <laughs> thank you. I'm not going to swing at that pitch in the dirt, even though I threw it to myself. <laughs> yeah, here. It's I, I look at it though, and I go, it's because this is what we're talking about. It's because this is the thing that is yep. now part of the conversation, and it's this sense of to say, like, anytime you inject the the most important culture creating tool you have, is the conversation that is going on. Now, I'm not saying just because you're having the conversation that you're going to accomplish everything you want to accomplish, but if you're not having the conversation you should be having, having, I guarantee you, you will not accomplish what you're hoping to accomplish. And when you inject those outside conversations back into your culture, you have now distracted the culture from what matters most. And this is the most dangerous thing that could happen. This is why I hate outside conversations. This is why I get so frustrated by things that are just distractions, because not only is it time wasted, not only is it resources that could go somewhere else, but now we have gone back into this thing that needs to stay focused, that matters, that is important, that needs to stay on mission. And we've had stupid conversations as part of it. There's so many times, man, you're coming in hot. Coming in hot. That's uh that's a uh, 6 minutes of straight just hotness. Oh, that was that was a lot. <laughs> uh but hey, listen, this this is this is so true. Yes, we all do it. No one's immune from it, but we need to limit it. Yes. And uh at the end of the day, this is why and I'll just go I'll go here with uh, even family. How about that? And we'll take it away from the church for a second and talk about family. Good. If if the Politics. Oh, now we're now. This is a podcast. If the politics that you're going to bring to the table isn't helping people move forward, and just to complain about the other party, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, let's say like, let's say you're gathering together with your extended family. the The goal. I know someone would say this. Why are we getting together for Thanksgiving? Because yeah. we get together for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But like the goal is to stay connected relationally to enrich each other's lives. I know some of you are looking at me and you yeah. just like hate me right now because yeah. I just put a purpose statement on families. <laughs> but that's the reality, to stay connected relationally and enrich each other's lives. Right. So why would I introduce this topic that is going to completely detract from that? And that's what it does. <laughs> and that's the culture of your family that you're trying to actually, you'd rather have a family Duh! setting. And so it's so funny that we talk about these things. But man, when you go and do these things, when you bring them back, you can talk about the things that are the lessons learned. That's always good. Yes. But don't, don't, don't try to create something out of nothing. Well, and then what happens is, and I want to say this like, no, I'm now I'm starting to rant. Oh, I got I to pull back over here. <laughs> I, I see this in our team, but I also see this in myself. So, like you said earlier, we all do this. Yeah. Like, I've gone through events and stuff like that that I was mandated to go to that I had no desire to be a part of and come back and complained for an entire day. Yeah. How stupid is that? Very. Because not only did I do the thing that I didn't want to say, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> not only did I do the thing that I don't want to do, but now I've now distracted myself from doing the thing that I do want to do yeah. in the time that I have available for I'm it. sure our friend, uh, Daniel Pink, who we know by name, uh, <laughs> has got some stats <laughs> on that. Like he, I'm sure he's got something oh, yeah. of how much people 
waste time on bringing back criticisms or uh, com- uh, uh, um, what's the word? Complaints. Complaints. Thank you. Yeah. All that back <laughs> to the to your business, right, or to your organization, and how much time you spend on that instead of doing what you actually are paid to do. Yep. <laughs> uh, let me give you a couple yep. notes real quick on this. So, um, I, I believe this about great leadership in the topic of. Uh, distractions on culture. Great leaders can identify which outside inputs enhance and which outside inputs detract from the most important conversation. Just because it's not a one-to-one correlation does not mean it's not meaningful, but they understand which ones, which learnings, which insights, which experiences add to what we're trying to do and which ones take away from. They understand it not just about the team, they understand it about themselves. And I think that's so important. That is the barometer of great leadership is they understand that at the center of the culture is a conversation and they know which ones enhance and which ones detract from that conversation. Second thing I believe about great leadership is that great leaders can engage in outside conversations without bringing it back into the culture. (laughs) They learn, I have to do this, but it cannot make its way back here. So say it like simple like this, like um, you talked about family earlier. Great leaders understand how to leave their junk at the office. Yep. They they don't allow their bad attitude, they don't allow their frustrations to all of a sudden get unloaded on their entire family within there. Yep. Because they understand at their at their work is an important conversation and in their home is an important conversation. Yeah. And so they learn how to create distance between those two. Um so couple application things. And this is uh, I wanted this when I first like wrote this and went through this content. I wanted the rant to end, but it's not. Okay, we're just gonna keep going. So first application point: quit saying, "Oh, we're just talking." Oh, quit saying, "Oh, we're." I don't mean like dating relationally. That doesn't have anything. <laughs> it is like when you're hanging out with your coworkers. Quit saying, oh, we're just talking because the culture, the, the conversations that you have shape the culture. We, we use this phrase, words create worlds. The words that you use create the world that you live in. Even the ones that don't seem significant, even the ones that don't seem like they matter, those conversations still shape the future and shape the culture. So don't act like your words don't matter because they do even when you don't think they do. So eliminate the statement, we're just talking. It's nothing. Doesn't matter. It matters. Number two. Be aware of the ongoing conversation. So I, I've got some categories here. What are you continuously talking about? Are you talking about problems or opportunities? Are you talking about fear or courage? People or ideas? Potential or drawbacks? Complaining or creating? I'm going to run through that again because I think that no, list is good. good. Are you talking about problems or opportunities? Fear or courage? People or ideas? Potential or drawbacks? Complaining or creating? You have to be aware of what the ongoing conversation is. And I would say, like, um, I have found that most uh, negative people don't realize they're negative. Yeah. They have no idea that all the other data points that someone has on them in their life is them complaining and criticizing. Yep. And so you have to be aware of that. And you go, oh my goodness, I'm a negative person. I never shut up about it. 
Yep. Something is always wrong in my life. Yep. And to say that is just kind of the barometer. That's the pulse you have to have. What is the conversation for you personally? What is the conversation that I'm contributing? And then the third one is just really simple as this. Okay. And this is where the whole thing springs from. You must view conversation as the most powerful culture shaping tool you have. Ooh. The ongoing conversation. So let's say uh, when if you need to be mission critical, injecting questions that keep us on mission shapes the culture. If Come your on. if your team doesn't care about each other, injecting conversations about family life, everything else shapes the culture. What you talk about is the culture that you have. And so as a leader, you set the topic for the conversation through meetings, through other pieces, through what outside distractions you allow back in. Like I would say is like this is this is as basic in leadership as it gets to say what are people continuously talking about shows me the culture that you have. Every time. Keep going, you done? Do that. Great. That's a, that's, I can probably go I for like, another I like, 10 minutes yeah, on the rant side. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see what you got. You want to keep ranting? I don't think that'd be helpful. Uh, can I Can I just throw something in there on that part? Uh, we have this. Can we, I just say first yeah, off before you ahead, ask a question, say how crazy this makes me. <laughs> how crazy it makes yeah. me to hear people talk about things that don't matter and then be surprised when they don't when yeah. they don't accomplish things that matter. Yep. 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 Well, duh. Yep. It wasn't very long ago that I was the negative Nancy man. It, you oh. know, f- quite a few years ago, you know, yeah. six, seven years ago, that's everything was, you know, that was my outlook. It, oh, this isn't going to work out. Nope, that's not good. Nope, you can't do that. Yep. And everything is completely 180 for me because of the way that I think. It, it, there's this piece that um, I don't know how to really jump into this without just bluntly saying it. There is a piece of pessimism where people view they spiritualize their criticism. Yeah. That they view their it's ability to, they, <laughs> what I say it is like, they view their ability to criticize leadership and to point out their problems yep. as their spiritual gifting. Yep. <laughs> Cynicism is not a spiritual gift. Yeah. Like, God did not gift you with the ability <laughs> to criticize everything that everyone else is and, doing. And don't take our word for it. Here, have you ever taken a spiritual gifts test? I'm <laughs> yeah. sure you have. Did it, when you were done, did it say you have the gift of criticism? <laughs> Congratulations. You should be a critic. This is why you're here on this earth. <laughs> That's funny. But getting back to this thing, uh, just one point that I want to make. Um, Go. About you said the view, view the conversation as the most powerful culture shaping tool you have. This is a message for anyone watching that wants to start or already has started a live stream for your church. Ooh. Here you go. Here's, this is not a rant, but the conversation starts in your lobby. How many people are talking about your church's live stream in your lobby? That's good. If they're not talking about it, you probably don't have much of a live stream. Yeah. If they're not talking about it in your church and your leadership, if they're not talking about it on the daily, if it's not coming up in rallies, if it's not coming up in meetings, that's where your live stream starts. It's not just because you posted a link on Facebook. That's good. The conversations start there, and this is what shapes your thing. We say it every week on ours that community starts with your comment, and we had to create that environment. We constantly talk about people talking about it yeah we talk about people talking about it and here, here's the here's the pushback if i could anticipate the pushback is going to be no no we talk about things that matter yeah. and so if we're not talking about it it doesn't matter that's a lie yeah <laughs> you talk about things that don't matter 
all the time. Yeah. Like all the time. And so we learn what we need to talk about and those things become the things that matter. Yeah. And then here's a, just one more one more tip. Was it Fuller, this game, is like a, DJ's corner. A, a game changer for me was once you get the people talking in the lobby and the church lobby about the live stream, go out and find them and ask them to be part of your team and put them in a, in a space together and start the conversation online. And the same conversation that's happening in your lobby is now online. And now you didn't have six comments. You had 60. That's good. And 60 turns to 120 and 240, all that. How, how f much further could you have gone? Uh, probably, that's probably good. Yeah, because you didn't really start with a round number. Yeah, 480. So you had that like, once, you're, I once 480. you're carrying the one from the tens <laughs> to the hundreds, that you gets really... Going, 12, oh. I'm just <laughs> oh, you said 960, <laughs> then you up with 12. <laughs> but that, that's it, right? We want we want to have these, uh, these spaces that are yeah. meaningful. You have to talk about it and get the people that are talking about it to talk about it with yeah. someone. And um, I, I want to create some hyper-awareness to leaders and and maybe if I could just throw in like a tip right here on how to approach it is to say like the hyper awareness is that if your team is not talking about things that matter yeah and they get significantly distracted by a thousand other things that is now a significant problem for you yes you cannot I'm I said earlier like they may say oh we're just talking you cannot look at it and go oh they're just talking it's not a big deal it is a big deal it's a huge deal and I don't think the way to walk into that is just to be like, shut up. Right. But uh, if I could say it like this, and some of you aren't going to like this at all, and that's perfectly fine, is to color the perspective and to show why this conversation does not matter to the mission and the mission matters more. Right. Now, when you do that, no one is going to say thank you. Nope. Like when you say, hey, this is not a conversation worth having. We've got these things to accomplish. We can no longer be distracted by these other things. I understand some of them you may even have to do, but leave it there and have this conversation when you're a part of this team. They're not going to hug you and be like, oh, you're so right. Nope. They're going to think you're territorial and overbearing and no fun. Get over it. Yep. And do something that matters. And then the other thing that you've taught us to do also, and then we had a whole series about it, is after you have that conversation with your team, is then tell a story of the thing of the impact it actually does. Yes. And switch their mindset right in the middle of it and say, hey, while this doesn't, this other thing that you did, and you can even tell them what they did that mattered. It yep. changed their whole their whole mindset in the moment about what actually does, and then you can move forward. Yep, it's absolutely. Anything else you want to break down this incredible episode of the impact, uh, the 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 rant of the impact of distractions on culture? Now this is, I mean, this is just the last. <laughs> hey, piece. we got to some some helpful things. Yeah, it wasn't just the rant. Oh, I hope it was. <laughs> uh, the last piece for me is just to understand, like the. At the center of your culture is a conversation. Yeah. You need to monitor that. You need to lead it. And you can't allow outside distractions to become the primary conversation because your mission is too important. That is fantastic. And that's where we'll leave episode 119, The Impact of distractions on culture. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to be with us. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for being here. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, it would mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it on Apple Podcast, rate and review there, or on whatever podcast you are, rate and review. You won't believe how that helps get it up. They've got algorithms everywhere. It helps us get to, the, to more people so that they can have conversations with us as well and move everyone forward, which is always exciting when we do, and help leaders get better, and that's the whole goal. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business visit leadinghope.online we'd love to hear from you and remember everyone has everyone. 21 
20 everyone, minutes. you say everyone, I say that. <laughs> Remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. <laughs>